What up, what up, what up? This your boy Kojak. We got a special guest here. Go by the name MJZ Official. Uh, first things first, uh, Zach's not here. Vontae's not here. I'm doing this one solo dolo. Um, Zach's watching the ring at home, and Vontae's at Walmart. But first things first, MJZ Official, can you uh, tell us about yourself? Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, well, first thing first, my full name is Mahmoud Jamal Z. And uh, I am 20 years old. I lived in Peoria for about 13 years now. Uh, I am a cup, I'm a cupping artist, and I do own my own shoe store uh, that's located here in Peoria. Um, I've been around in Peoria for about, I said 13 years, right? Yeah. About 13 years. Um, went to the school, District 150, when I was young. And then um, after sixth grade a year, I ended up going to Dunlap and graduated from there in 2014. Now I'm at Illinois Central College trying to get my uh, trying to get my degree, and then hopefully going to Bradley University after that and finishing my degree there. But um, I am fully blooded Palestinian. Uh, I do speak two languages. Uh, first language is Arabic, and then second language is uh, English, obviously. Um, but I did move here. Uh, when I moved here, I had nothing. I moved here with my brothers and family. We had nothing when we moved down here. Uh, we started off, I didn't even know any English, to be honest, so in kindergarten, uh, it was hard to follow up with my teachers. I pissed on my teacher in kindergarten, that's the funny part. <laughs> yeah, I pissed on my teacher. That's some shit y'all do overseas, that's nah, like, what's up? No. I, didn't, she, I actually she was, was mad at Oh, yeah. she didn't tell you the bathroom? No, nah, because she didn't speak, <laughs> speak English, or Arabic. She didn't speak Arabic, so I was like, fuck it. Put down my pants and piss on, on, her? on her desk. You got suspended? Yeah, I got suspended. They called my dad and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Hey, hey, we don't get grounded. See, when you're born from overseas, you get whippings. So I was. I was you get your ass whooped here too. Yeah. I got y'all. Your black family. A lot of people involved law now and went out about that. Yeah, we went to Dunlap, so yeah. they ain't getting no ass whoopers out there. <laughs> Hell no. They getting Game Boy advances taken and shit. Yeah, PlayStation. Hell yeah. They can't go to sleep till one. <laughs> Hell no. So, um, you mentioned the store. So, you being 20 years old, how did um, you wanting to get a store come about? And um, how did it get located in Peoria? Alright, well, there's another story behind that also. Uh, people get confused by it. The shoe store was supposed to be called PZ Shoe Store, and it was supposed to be online. But um, And I was in partnership with DJ Khalid. Uh, we were going to do it together. Uh, we had everything planned out. We had a business plan together and everything. And we were going to start everything out, but money was the problem. So we didn't really follow through with it, and we didn't really get it all together. But it is still under progress. We're still making a website for it. But at the meantime, um, I had a cousin that already owned a store called Fusion. And I got to him, and he and we just got together, and he already had the store already made. Uh, a little bit of merchandise in there, but what we ended up doing, we combined both of our merchandise and ended up promoting it together and uh, making it something for, for Peoria, something Peoria hasn't even seen in a while. It's, yeah. it's rare to find rare Jordans in Peoria. I don't remember we ever had a shoe store. I'm 21, so in 21 years, I don't remember nobody having a shoe store besides gas stations. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that was fake. Yeah. yeah. 40 bucks, uh, some Air Force yeah. ones. 40 so bucks. So you got So how did you, how do you, I don't want, you ain't got to, I don't want you to tell you like, yo, yo moves or none of that shit. But like, 
what are the the clothing that you have in the store as well as the Jordans and how did you develop that type of I'm sure because you, you got a shoe connect you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah. you got a relationship mm-hmm. how did that relationship develop you ain't got a name them or nothing like that okay um, it is pretty much um, we try to do something different um, we try to give our customers like shoes that you don't usually see at finish line or footlocker shoes that were came out years ago uh, um, and I just I met this plug he I got his number from Chicago and uh, every every time a shoe comes out he hits me up we pay a little extra for the shoe, but which is which is not bad. Uh, but it is bad for some of our customers because yeah, they are a little pricey. But then if you think about it, our shoes like shoes aren't shoes aren't cheap. Mm-hmm. Jordans are cheap. If you want a pair of like infrareds, they're not cheap. You can get them at the mall when they first come out. You pay retail price for them, but yeah. after that, they sold out. You Y'all not flight club else. prices, though. No, we we a little cheaper than flight club. Yeah. We try to keep it cheaper than flight. As long as y'all cheaper because flight club. No, nah, yeah, we, we cheaper. You than you club. Offend, you spend your whole tax return. Hell yeah! On one pair of shoes. <laughs> How much is y'all phones? Our phones, we got phones from two hundred dollars to three hundred. So they're not that. That's bad. it. They're regular price. Yeah. Like that's light. Yeah, that's light work. I already told him I'm gonna be there next Thursday. Yeah, it's, it's at 2001 North Knoxville too. If you guys need to shop, uh, we do sell True Religion jeans, uh, some of our clothing. We sell Hudson, uh, Hustle Games, one of our big uh, sales. Pink Dolphin. Um, oh damn! We restock in uh, Rockstar shirts, Rockstar pants, Rockstar shorts every weekend, so we get that all in. Um, we have a lot of new designer stuff. We just got the Cartel Rich Boy Cartels. Rick Did Ross y'all hire? Uh, is we hire? No, I mean, y'all, just, hey, y'all need to get some young black people involved. <laughs> no, it's just me right now and uh, my, my fellow partner. Well, in AJ. the future, you know, you know what in I'm the saying? future, how, yeah. How long have y'all been open? We've been open about six months now. Yeah, y'all ain't ready to hire. But uh, we do plan on opening another store up in Peoria. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know the location yet, but we will get to that soon in about a month, and I will get that uh, published out for you guys, this so you guys can come shop. Has um. How has has any media reached out? As because this is this is something huge, man. This is special because this is young people. You know what I'm saying? Minorities. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Doing something positive, and, and it's a story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it has any news? Yeah. There's there's actually been a lot of kids messaging me on Facebook, uh, like pretty much telling me like I'm their inspiration, like. Hey, I want to be just like you. I want to own my own shoe store. How did you do this? How did you do that? Yeah. And, and usually I don't respond to people that message me on Facebook unless it is about business. But I did reach out to some people and I just told them, like, if if you have an idea and you don't think it's going to go far. Because I had, I had the idea of opening my own shoe store, but I had, I had no money. I thought yeah. it was never going to be possible. But um, all I did was pray. All I did was... Um, keep making moves and I I had the right mindset I stayed positive I never said I can't do this because I can do it if I put my mind to it yeah. so when I did that uh, I reached out to a lot of connections you, you gotta ask you gotta you gotta um, not promote but you got to you gotta go out of your way to find what you need to do and yeah. get that done and that's what pretty much I did I never stopped I kept going I kept going people told me I couldn't do it oh yeah. he's never gonna open up a store oh he, he's bullshitting no you got to go out there and find the stuff you need and get it done ASAP. Right. That's how you build up from your career, build up from your business, build up from, from anything, honestly. Yeah. So that's how I started that, and that's how I hopefully I'll, I'll end it on a good note. Yeah, I mean, we we could be looking at a couple 
we could be looking at some stores, shit, all over Illinois, then country, man. Yeah, we gotta start somewhere, but yeah, has business been as successful as you thought it would be in six months? Because I'm sure people, a lot of people, I'm sure don't know about it yet. Yeah, yeah. it's still growing, you know. So each I, month has it been progressing. Yeah. Every every day, honestly, every day I see a new face, That's and, and I like to see that because I do promote my store yeah. almost every other day on social media. So I try to keep people posted with new stuff that we have. You gonna uh, see a new face Thursday? Yeah, I'm gonna see a new I'm, face I'm Thursday. In there Thursday. You and your crew. Yeah. We see like five new faces, but y'all sell kids shoes too. Yeah, we sell kids shoes. We sell women's shoes too. Oh, uh, the biggest thing that we're actually doing right now, we're having a raffle. Uh, it's a five dollar raffle. If you enter the raffle, you get a you get a raffle ticket. But if you do win the raffle, you get a free pair of shoes that's three hundred dollars or less, for free. And that's crazy because you don't even say that in Peoria either. Nobody yeah. be doing raffles for Jordans, especially real ones. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. Here. So I, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna I have get... to go throw that raffle. <laughs> when is the raffle over? Uh, the raffle just started today, actually. Oh. It ends the thirtieth, and uh, we're actually giving away two free pairs of shoes. We're gonna pick one winner and a two winner. And uh, for you, for the people that do buy tickets, uh, keep your tickets because even if you lose, that's a five dollar gift card mm-hmm. from us. You can you, you get five dollars off anything from in the store just because you wasted your five dollars on the ticket that you didn't win. Yeah. So we try to keep it. Uh, we try to keep it to where people at least still buy tickets. Hopefully, nobody, nobody, n- nobody need to uh, really do the raffle. Like everybody, y'all chill out. <laughs> y'all, everybody, lay low. <laughs> No, and, and it's funny because... Everybody lay low, I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> it's funny because people was like, if I give you $50, can you rate the can you rate the raffle? I'm like, no, I can't you do, do that. what? Rate it. Make me win. I'm like, I can't do that, man. You see, know see that. that's why champs got in trouble with all yeah. that shit. That's why everybody there got they clean house. Yeah. Because they was doing that. But so yeah. you be getting calls like that? We don't be getting calls. Uh, it's mainly through my messenger on Facebook, too. Oh, Just okay. through, people come to the store, I promote it at the store, too, so... I go out of my way and sell tickets just because not a lot of people know about it yet. So once people start knowing and I get a bigger buzz, uh, we'll start doing more shoes and more shoes and probably four winners at a time, not just one. Yeah, yeah. So um, you also rap. <laughs> so how did you um get involved and in, uh, want to make music as well? Uh, I mean, honestly, I've always loved music. Um, and I, I like music that actually tells a story and it's something I can relate to. So if it's not something that I can relate to or if it's not something that catches my mind to where I want to listen to more, I don't really listen to it. Um, but how I started it, I started writing young, uh, but I wasn't really into it just because my religion teaches otherwise. Uh, but I kinda, I'm kind of i very open-minded when it comes to music and when I, I sat down and thought to myself, like, what could I make? What could I write about? What could I do? Um, and I sat there and thought to myself, like, hey, I want to see how far I could take it. And I just put a topic to my mind that I, I really like movies. And I put a topic to my mind about, like, the Life of Myers movies, uh, Michael Myers movies. And right now I'm actually working on an album called The Life of Myers. Uh, and, it's, uh, and it's an album based on the whole movie. And it is a little different. People are, people have been questioning it, like, are you writing horror music? Are you what, what are you writing? Uh, it's I think it's just something that you guys will have to wait and see. And I haven't published anything that I do have, just because a lot of people is telling me timing is perfect, and don't 
post anything if you're not ready. And I'm not ready, to be honest with you guys. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I am ready, I'm, I promise that you will be impressed. Uh, I promise that I promise that I will I will uh, shock a lot of people because not a lot of people knew me as a rapper. I'm not saying that I rap full time. No, I still got a business in my hand. But uh, rapping is one of the side side things that I do, and uh, hopefully in, in the near future it will just be rapping. It won't be about business. It will just be rapping. So you rather rap than have a biz? I, I mean, business with with what I with what I'm actually working on. Uh, the guy that I'm actually working with, he. It's not just him, it's me too, but he told me what you have so far, not a lot of people have done so far. And not a lot of people have, um, not a lot of people have open-minded views on stuff that, that other people write about. A lot of people write about weed, a lot of people write about smoking, drinking, partying, having fun. No, I don't, I'm not that type of rapper. Florence? Yeah, I'm not that type of rapper. I, I have released something like that, yes, yeah. but uh, it's not, not what I really want to show to people. So, when'd you release it? When I release it, I, I can't say that yet. No, I, no, I'm saying when'd you release what you already I, released? Uh, two months ago, uh, and about got about eighteen hundred plays. Uh, I did take one of them down just because family got involved, but that's okay. I still do have one up there. It's called MJZ Official. It's called Crew City. Uh, DJ Nichols produced it. Or not produced it, but uh, it was a beat from DJ Nichols that I got from him. I like that you said that. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people think they producers because someone they give a beat to an artist yeah. you didn't produce the record you just gave them the beat you yeah. know what i'm saying technically the artist produced it because they had to make the changes to it whatever they wanted to do True. with it technically mm -hmm. so i like that you said that and i think people gonna check out your music because for one you was just honest and said you're not ready to drop shit now yeah that's something people won't say at this point especially in peoria Everybody think they're ready. Everybody think they got heat. Mm -hmm. You actually taking your time. You saying you taking your time. So it, it for one, it builds up anticipation mm -hmm. on your project because of how you just described it. People are gonna be interested because it's different, and mm -hmm. because you said you ain't ready now. So then when you drop it, you you ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and I I think that's a big key. Yeah, and, and I mean yeah, I, I do have a couple singles that I I still haven't released with music videos. Uh, but yet again, I'm not ready to drop, just because of that one phase. Time is perfect. Timing is perfect. Yeah, and, and it's a lot of garbage coming out right a now. A lot of garbage. In uh, the summer 2016. Yeah, and, and, and for those people that think they can rap just because they put two together and, and rhyme a word, no, you gotta actually know what you're rapping about. You actually gotta be about it. Yeah, so, we need believable music in 2016. Yes. I got a headache now from listening. <laughs> to a lot of people music that's sending me stuff to listen to. True, it's very true. So, um, what's your writing process like? And what I mean by that is, like, there's rappers that gotta get high to, mm -hmm. to write. Some rappers, you know, gotta play the beat in their mind to write. Some people right. just write all day and then just pick beats later on. Right. So how was your writing process? Uh, me, honestly, I like to be alone. Uh, I like to be in a moment of silence. Uh, before I write, I do think to myself on what I want to write about. Uh, I don't, I don't smoke or drink before I do anything like that, just because I feel like that focus on my mind on something different. I'm not really focused if I'm smoking and drinking and ready to think about a song. Yeah. I'd rather know everything that's going on in my head, know how I'm feeling, and then write a song. And how I write about it is, um, I mean, I just.
I like to, like, if, if I'm watching a movie, I like to analyze. I like to take notes. I take notes. That's what I did with my, the album that I'm working on now. I took a lot of notes. I wrote about two whole, about two whole, uh, what's it called? Two whole notebooks, and it's full of notes just about the movie. Yeah. And the song is 13, uh, 13, 13 tracks. It might be an EP. I haven't decided yet. Have you heard, have you seen The Shining? The Shining? Yeah. No, I haven't. Fuck with the shining man. I need, to, I need to fuck with the shining. Jack Nicholson. Okay. Um, okay. I think it won Grammys, man. I'm a I'm a movie head, so like, are we actually trying to do a movie podcast? Okay. okay. Just straight movies, but look up the shining. It's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It I think it won some Grammys. It was Jack Nicholson outbreak role. Mm -hmm. I, I hey, um, if Terrence if Terrence you're listening, we probably watched it at the crib. You had I know you seen it. It's he in a hotel. He in a hotel. He a writer. It's just him, his son, and the girl. It's Man, I need to see. It's one of the original. Like it's like I think it's an eighties movie. Okay. But it's yeah, let me put that in my notes. It's one of the most impactful horror movies of all time. And that's just not my opinion. That's the it's critical. It's critically opinion. acclaimed. Okay. It's one of those critically acclaimed horror films. I probably have seen it. I yeah, you probably, probably seen it like when you was younger. Yeah, probably. But it's that's a real horror film. Yeah. I think you would like. I would. I think you would love. And it's a documentary that goes with it of someone taking notes, analyzing it. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the movies you would like to take notes to. Probably because it's. Mm -hmm. I started to analyze it. I've seen it a lot. Okay. And it's it's a, it got a lot of layers to it. Each time you watch it, you'll see something else. But yeah. So like, yeah. But like I said, even like when I do start writing, I, I stay focused and I, I don't get off subject. Nothing distracts me because I'm all alone, and yeah. you can't be distracted if you're all alone. Right. So I just focus on one thing. Usually take about an hour. Uh, write about half a song. If I don't like it, I redo it, or I keep it and write another note and make a whole another song. But I don't. I don't ever delete anything that I write, just because it may be hand, it may be useful someday. Yeah. You can go back in your notes and and like, hey, I, I forgot I even wrote this, and it might fit to a beat that you want. Yeah. So I always keep everything. So um, you're a writer, though. Yes, I. As I far as and what I mean by that is like a lot of people like post uh, writing their shit down or typing their shit on their phone. You rather yeah. write it down. I rather write it down. So you can see it. Yeah. And, feel and, it. And before I do. Uh, like go to the studio and record it. I make sure I memorize the whole thing, cause when you have a song all memorized, you can you can mix him like you can mix your voice to however you want to say. Hell yeah, and it's easier to do and on the yeah, beat, cause it's, it's like you could rap a, say it's a song you memorized that somebody else rap. You could put you could rap that song on a on whole other beat. beat just yeah, because like, you know it. Yeah, I know I know a song that I wrote. Uh, I can use it on every single beat that comes across my path, just because I know how to I know how to word it. I know every single word. I know how to put it into different specific types of beats. Is this, is this something you guys got to focus on too when you, when it comes yeah, to writing? Yeah, and your know, studio time cheaper mm -hmm. because you yeah, in and out, you know what I'm saying? First song I did, I no lie, you can even ask uh, this guy named Alex that I did it with, even Brian. I recorded at Eclipse where Montana recorded at in Bloomington. Um, I did my, my first song in one take. And yeah. I asked him, I was like, do we need to redo it? He was like, why? Shit, I'd tell him, like, hey, I would have told him, hey, you, you actually, <laughs> actually, you really got to pay to give my money back. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you charge $30 an hour and I did this shit in one take, it took five minutes. Yeah, I mean, it did take like about five, ten minutes, but. Um, did you get your money back? I don't know, I mean, I, I paid him. I mean, it, it, what the, it was my first time to the studio, too. Oh, so. okay. 
he was he was giving me information that I had no clue about. Yeah. So like this is my first time being professionally recorded. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, so pretty much they were going they were going through everything with me, uh, making sure I knew what everything was. Um, and even after recorded the the one take song, uh, there was still stuff that needed to be fixed like yeah. ad libs uh, and all that. So that took a little while. It took about an hour and a half. All right, so he got his money for it. Yeah, I, I, he got his money for it. He did a really good job. So how do you feel about Peoria's music scene if you paid attention to it? And the second part of that question is, what do you feel you can add to the scene coming in with a whole nother style and how do you think it'll be perceived? Honestly, I, I don't really follow up with anybody from Peoria. Uh, the only people that I do know is Trey, Trey Hamilton. Uh, he's a good friend of mine with school with. Um, I really like his music, but other than that, I don't really like. I, I see a lot of stuff that people post, and I think it's. I mean, some of y'all are good. Some of y'all have bars, but it's not something that everyone looks. Everyone can listen to. It's, yeah. it's not everyone's type of music. That's what you want to really want to focus on when you're a first uh, upcoming artist. You want you want something that people can relate to. Versatility. Yeah, and not not just about weed, smoking, gang banging, none Forms. of Because yeah. even when your parents look at that, that looks bad on you. Yeah. So when when older people look at you and they they're like, oh, what what is this kid doing? Well. And they use that shit they, against you. In they court. listen to your music, and it, it affects a lot of your jobs, and some of y'all don't even know it. Fact. So, you know. And I like that you said that. I like that you said you see it. You just don't really rock with it heavy. No. And what it is, it what I like. Finally, someone said that that's an artist because people gotta understand you oversaturating your music or just the overall brand of Peoria. Because if everyone sucks and it's five good ones, you're gonna miss those five good ones because you've heard thirty people that suck. You know right. what I'm saying? So it kind of it hurts the good artists, the artists that are serious, the artists that aren't just doing this because. They friends doing it. You know what I'm you know saying? You know what I think? I, I think it's people just want a little fame. Yeah. People just want that little extra buzz that some artists got. Like, let's say uh, Bobby Shmurda. He got. He was a one-hit wonder with with the... Uh, well, he wasn't a one-hit wonder. He just got locked up. Well, he did get locked up. Because he actually put an EP out. He actually had another hit, Bobby Bitch. Mm-hmm. That, took, that, that took too. off. That shit yeah, took it off. Did. It did. And then he got locked up. Mm-hmm. And we ain't seen the nigga since. Yeah. It don't look like we gonna see him. I don't think so. But he may, he may, saying that he's gonna get out, but we'll see. Nah, his his homies just got, bro, his homies just got like 98 years. Dude. Damn, for real. Yeah, and he the star, bro. He done. Can you When you fighting cases, you rather have a murder than a conspiracy. conspiracy. He got yeah. conspiracy cases, bro. Yeah, they don't even know if he did. Yeah, them and them and they don't know how many people you can be connected to. Yeah. So, so that's even worse. And then you a star. Yeah. So they they gonna hit them over the head and then you black on top of that. What you in, think? in a state that you can't have guns. Yeah. And yeah, I heard that he got caught with guns too. Yeah. So. And a lot of drugs. Yeah. So I don't know. So yeah, I mean, yep. Yeah, that's a lot of people. People look up to him just because he is a rapper now and people like yeah. to rap over him. But if you really think about it, that's not that's not what. Writing is really all about, or it's not what an artist is really all about. You gotta, you gotta be passionate about what you're writing about. Yeah. You can't just, you can't just say whatever you want. Yeah, as long as it's real. People, like Slim Shady, or not Slim Shady, but uh, what's that white rapper called? Uh, Slim Jesus. Slim Jesus. Yeah. Like yeah, he wasn't about it at first. How did you feel about that? How did you feel when you seen mm. that song and then 
you seen him come out honestly and was just like, hey, I'm not about that life. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked, honestly. You uh, think he should have just said he with it? He should, I mean, that's good for him that he publishes a song. Yeah. I mean, no, that's great that he told people that he wasn't about it because he's telling the truth. Yeah. But uh, about the song, personally, I mean, I liked it. There was nothing wrong with the song. It was just the way he was. The imagery? It was the image that he was giving the people. Uh, it wasn't his image at all. And you see everybody pulling his card. Yeah, and then, and then now he's, what, he signed with Baby, I think? No, he, he, he with, better not be signed. He signed. I don't know if he signed with somebody. He, and you, but you know who I blame for that shit, though? Who? I blame niggas like Meek Mill. I blame niggas like um, P. Diddy for shouting him out, condoning yeah. that shit. Yeah, when y'all supposed to be top echelon, I don't know about Meek right now, but you supposed to be up here, and then Baby... Um, I think Montana did something with him. I know yeah. those guys are riding the wave, just trying to tag on, tag on get yeah. some fame. But if you at the top, you don't condone you don't that. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it's also some people are very generous, and they actually do help people put people on, like Lil Dark. Yeah. He's helped a lot of artists come up. Uh, but then at the same time, yeah, I I, I don't really like Slim Jesus. Um, yeah, nothing I nothing against him. It's just I don't like the image that you're giving. Yeah. And I don't like the way... So you don't really like violence or drug-type music? Not really. I like I like artists that tell a story. It's something yeah. that I can relate to. If it's not something that I relate to, I'm next. But do you know, do you understand that a lot of the earlier gangster rap is what it's, uh, it's originated from, mm-hmm. which is the N.W.A.'s, the Ice-T's early yeah, on, yeah. Um, they were telling a story what they were experiencing you know what I'm saying and then now it got watered down to people not really living what they saying yeah. so when people say they don't really like the drill music and shit like that people want to I understand why things. you don't like it but for the most part the earlier ones that were doing that they're just telling their stories they shit real yeah. but if you went to Richwoods ain't never been to jail or nothing you talking about clapping niggas and Shit yeah. like that. I can see why you wouldn't like that. I don't like that shit. Yeah, it's just the people that post stuff, and I know you personally, and then I see the, the type of music you're making. No, I don't. I mean, yeah, I may fuck with you, but I don't really like your music. Yes. I'm not finna. I'm yeah. not finna sit here and waste my time and listen to your music. That's how. That's that's two minutes of my time that I could be making music instead yeah. of listening to yours or getting some uh, some exclusive kicks. Yeah. You know what oh, I'm yeah. Saying? I got the um. To my I place. got the zebra print fives, man. Nah, not yet. We do got the uh, Belairs, the French yeah, prince Belairs. I like the Belairs. Uh, we just got some more Gama blues in. Those are Because I'm thinking about winter. I'm thinking about fall. Mm-hmm. I ain't even fuck summer. I'm okay. thinking about. I'm thinking about I mean, kicks for the winter. Yeah, and it's not even Jordans. We got we got Tim's. We got Adidas. Oh, I'm in there uh, for the foams. I'm, got, I'm getting some foams Thursday. Yeah, we got a big collection. Yeah, I well, might I might get three four pairs of foams Thursday. Oh, yeah. For the winter, we have Nike outfits that are cheap, so we, you can get a whole fit for. I'm 80. all in there. <laughs> I'm from y'all in there. My, I'm bringing my girl. I'm bringing my son. We all we walking out with some yeah, bags. And, and and when y'all get there, don't don't be scared to talk. I will I will drop prices down. Oh, I'm going straight to you. Okay. I'm going straight. Hey, yeah. this is my girl. This is my son. How, how you doing? <laughs> this is hey, this dude right here, man. He's the business man of Peoria right now. Man. I'm definitely. You ever thought about sponsoring events? Uh, I, there's there's a couple people that actually have came to the store sponsored some events for the Civic Center, but I haven't really. Mm, it's not something I'm little, like trying to do right now. I'm promoting yeah. it myself, and I just want to see what I can do before I have anybody else promote it for me. 
Uh, so we'll see. In the near future, probably, yeah, we'll sponsor some events. Yeah, bro. Brandon Rice. Brandon Rice? He's doing big things. That's a dude. Brandon, Brandon Rice. Rice, y'all need to link up. Yeah, definitely. I think y'all could... Y'all could definitely put together some, you know what I'm saying? He yeah, do the definitely. he do the venues, performances. Hey, you might be able to get a show yeah, going yeah. there, you know what I'm saying? Your shoe uh your store sponsor, he put the show together. Mm-hmm. You know he bringing the people out. Oh, he will. Yeah. Yeah, definitely do something, doing something like that. And I am proud of you, Brandon, cuz you actually giving a positive image for other people and for the youth of Peoria, yeah, which is what I'm trying to do too. Most so definitely. For us to to do that, that's something big for us. Who's uh who would you say your top five rappers is? My top five rappers or who I think the top five rappers are uh, like uh, You can do both. Both? I'm sure yeah, it'll be different. Man. It'll be two different ones. My top five, I mean, I don't care if you can judge because I already told you, like, I I like to, I like rappers that connect, that connect to people and yeah. that I can relate to. So, uh, it got to be in order. No, you just named you know, five. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, obviously. Yeah, he talks about drugs, but a lot of it. Wiz Khalifa got songs that make you cry, bro. Man, yeah, he got some emotional and, and his, shit. And his and every single one of his videos, his kids there, and, and that's one of my role models because he's a father figure too. Yeah. And I look up to him a lot. And uh, number two, I say Big Sean. I I really fuck with Big Sean. Uh, futuristic. He's a little underrated. Not a lot of people from know about Bloomington. Him. Yeah, from Bloomington. Uh, he was at TJ Maxx and. Uh, Terrence saw him at TJ Maxx and Terrence was working over there. Oh, yeah. So he got to meet him. But uh, yeah, Futuristic is uh, another one. Um, Drake, obviously. I, I really like Drake. And, and it's funny because he still hasn't got old. People would have thought he would have been got old. Who, Drake? Drake. Well, Drake, he not a, he does what Jay-Z used to do. Um, he just rides. Well, he don't do it like Jay-Z, but Drake rides waves. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think about his, let's go. Think about Take Care to Views. Think about how long. That was a two-year two, span. Yeah. What did he do in them two years? Same. He dropped a mixtape. He dropped a lot of songs, um, too. If you're reading it, it's too late. He hopped on um, My Way. Mm-hmm. He did hopped on um, Tuesday from Macona. Um, them two songs, he he uh, did What a Time to Be Alive with Future. He And he beefed with uh, Meek Mill. So he did everything he had to do to keep him relevant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now, what's the wave now? Dancehall music, yeah. which is dancehall been around in D.C. forever. While they always, while they started doing dancehall music, True. now Party Next Door wrote work. So he took that formula. Work was the hits. Then he did Controller, One Dance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he 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 riding the wave. Um, Hotline Bling was kind yeah. of that as yeah. well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's fucking with him heavy, even. Uh, I get tired of hearing this shit on the radio now, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't like Drake. Um, I like, I respect him. I love Drake uh, when he first came out. I was I was on Drake, MySpace days, replacement yeah. girl. He was definitely colder back then. Yeah. I, I, like, the, um, I like the old Drake. He, I felt he wrote his own shit. Now, yeah. I don't know what he writes. Yeah. That's, I, I'm an MC fan. I, if you don't write your own shit, I look at you different. Who's your favorite artist uh, of all time? I would say not. I mean, of all time, right now, right now, I'm really fucking with Big Sean, just because of everything that he's. Now, if you found out he didn't write none of his shit, wouldn't you be like? Ugh. Yeah, I'd be a little disappointed. Like, if shit, like, my favorite artist is Jay Z of all time. I feel Jay Z's the greatest rapper who ever lived, mm-hmm. dead or alive. Um, but 
besides him, I love J. Cole. If I find out J. Cole didn't write his own shit, that'll hurt because I connect with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like I can. your music makes a connection. Mm-hmm. With Drake, he doesn't make a lot of connecting music unless he's talking about girls. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Other than that, it's just songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so much people... Some like catchy songs that yeah. people would keep playing over. And did you like views? I like views. Not not a lot of it. Uh, one dance was a controller was one yeah. of my favorite too. But no, I, I wasn't. It was, a, it was all right. Not one of his best. To me, that's his worst album. And it's it's not. It's the production is amazing. I think that's the best mm-hmm. production and vocals he's done because he actually mm-hmm. showed he could sing on there. Yeah. But I feel that's his worst album because. Of the year he had leading into the album, like you were rapping your ass off, like you destroyed Meek. Then you came with that summer sixteen shit, so we was like, damn, he actually spitting. And then we get to the album, and then we hear all this singing shit. Mind you, my favorite song his album is uh, "Keep Your Family Close," which is the intro. Yeah, that's my favorite song. Like if I go to Drake album right now, I'm gonna play that song, and I'm gonna play hype. Wait. No, not hype. Um, damn, the song that he got DMX intro in at the beginning, it's like the third or fourth song on the album. Damn, I, I got it. It's uh, you with me. Oh, uh, you with me? Yeah. Okay, okay. Them the only two songs I'm gonna play on the entire and Western Road flows. Mm-hmm. But then you, you saying? Um, but do you hear what he does drop? Like uh, four. That's my point. Like, you see, he dropped yeah. that. It's like, bro. Why wasn't that on the, the album? Yeah, like you, man. you diss Joe Budden on that shit. Now you got Joe Budden just making a million disses. <laughs> it's not man, gonna he work. He hit like three million views in two weeks. Who? It was going crazy. Uh, Four PM in Calabasas. Yeah, it's like, uh, like that's the Drake we want to hear. We want to yeah. hear that that yeah, soft ass rapping Drake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We you ain't gotta sing all the time. If you gonna sing, man, give me some motherfucking. Um, <laughs> Some Marvin's Room type singing yeah. shit. Even though that was the most sucker shit ever. If you think I, back, like hey, hey, it, you telling you telling your girl that her her new man um is a bitch nigga and shit yeah, like and like trust issues. Yeah, give me that kind of drink. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But who else was it? I think who'd you say? Wiz Khalifa, Big Sean, Drake. Who was the other two? Futuristic. Futuristic. And J Cole. But J. Cole. You that out. Uh, I really like J Cole too. And who's uh, your top five of all time? My top five, I don't even know why I didn't put Lil Wayne in there, but uh, Lil Wayne, obviously. Uh, all time, damn. Tupac. Uh, I like old school rappers too. Um, and it's kind of hard. I never I never liked Tupac. You never liked Tupac? Nah. You like Scarface? Yeah, I love Scarface. Scarface 2015 put out the best album of 2015. Mm. I, and it's not that I don't, I don't think Tupac sucked or nothing like that. It was just... I feel, me personally with Tupac, I felt I would appreciated his music more if I was there and when he dropped. Yeah. Like I think it would have had a better connection with me. Mm-hmm. But Big, I don't feel like I had to be there because Big can just rap. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Big's my, he's third on my list. Right. I'm Jay Z and Ice Cube. They're my first two. I love Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube is incredible. But he, Ice Cube was dropping music when I was alive. Still, you know what I'm saying? Pop. He's been he dropped music, but he was he wasn't here. You know what I'm saying? So it was obviously a different feeling. Right. With him. Um, two more. I mean, I, I'm gonna stick to our generation. I know there is. There's a lot of old school rappers out there that 
probably better than what I'm saying, but uh, I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go back to saying Drake again because I think he is one of the all time greatest just because of how relevant he still is. Yeah. People is playing himself, him stuff, his stuff like he's just came out, and that's why I think he's one of the greatest because he's nobody has ever kept that long last span of of rapping because your rapping career don't last long if you don't if you don't keep up with it. Dude. I mean, it's um. I think you get like three years. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying. You kind of fall back. But there's always there's like, at, as far as notoriety, who can you really say? Hove, he's there. Mm-hmm. Twenty, he's been twenty years strong in the game, and still going platinum. Nas takes a step back here and there. Drake's re- relevant. Kanye's relevant. Cole Kendrick. It's not a lot of them. Kendrick. Lil Wayne, but... Kendrick shit is crazy. Yeah. I love Kendrick. I, I'm, I'm going to put him in my top five, actually. He, that's my fifth person. Kendrick. Yeah. Have you heard of Schoolboy Q's new album? No, I haven't heard of Schoolboy Oh, that, that part with Kanye? I've heard that. I yeah, heard the album. album. I didn't like the album when I first heard it the first time. Um, but... Sometimes it takes a second listen yeah, to Yeah, uh, I listened to a podcast with him today, and he was, like, talking about the album... And and I I bought I end up getting it, mm-hmm. I end up streaming it again. I'm gonna listen to it all day tomorrow at work. What's but, the thing about Kevin Gates though? Kevin Gates is nice. Does he claim he Muslim? Cause I, I have no idea. He wears a kufi like it is, like he is. Um, are you Muslim? Huh? My parents are Muslim. Yes, I am Muslim. How do you feel about that? Like if Kevin Gates was with some um, of, some of the things he does. I mean, I, I I don't really follow up with him that much to. To judge him he was anything. kicking bitches in the face. Yeah, well, well I, I, that's very disrespectful. <laughs> hey, that's not something because we're very we're very peaceful people. If people know Matter us, fact, we're very peaceful. I'll take it a step further. How you feel about ISIS? And what I mean by that is how America, how America media portrays ISIS as that is a direct to Muslim, uh, Muslim. and we don't even know what these people look like. Yeah. We don't know if they Muslims. We don't even know if we don't know if they could be white people. Yeah. They could be black people. Yeah. You know, they could be Asians from and Korea. The media is set to where they only focus on Muslims, like the way yeah. people, the way our people look, which is terrible because it could be anyone, just like you said. Yeah. It could be a white person. It could be an African American. It could be anybody. So for, I just think it's crazy what's going on in the world right now. Um, it's not something that I'm proud of either. Uh, and when I do call overseas, they're like, oh, y'all got it easy. No, not really. Because people, people overseas don't see what we're going through over here. Right. Like, because when, when I used to live over there, we didn't even really think America was like this. America wasn't like this. America was way different. So, like, for us to come over here and think we have, think we're safe. We, we were safe back then, but not to the extent we are now. We're, we're in war, literally, with the police and our people. Yeah. With, with everything that's going on right now, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's sad because when my when my family call me, they're like, oh, I'm going to come to America. I tell them, don't come. Just because of the fact of what's going on. I can't guarantee their lives. Yeah. And that's something that I don't, I don't want to put if, myself If to. they do come, you got to come. Yeah. You got yeah. to take your plane and fly directly to yeah, New York. And, and sometimes planes don't even make it back. Facts. So, it's, it's scary. The world's scary. You never know what's going to happen. It's, so, do you feel... Hold on real quick. Even though you was young, after 9-11 happened, did you feel like a difference 
like as far as people like looking at you different, acting different towards you, or did you, have you ever like had that type of conversation with your family? Mm-hmm. Um, not with my family. Uh, I mean, with my family, all we do is just pray. Yeah. And when anything wrong goes in the world, all we do is just pray because people look at us. We don't know what people are going to do to us after that. So, I mean, me personally, no, I don't get looked at as I'm Arab even because I don't look Arab. But when people ask me and people question me, they're like, oh, I would have never thought. So I don't really have that, that like pressure people, other people have, like Arabs, because not a lot of people look me, look at me and say, oh, he's Arab. I'm not. Yeah. That's what people, people perceive. Yeah. But, uh, but when I do ask people, when I do tell them, they do talk about, uh, some race, they do have racist comments sometimes. Blowing shit uh, up. But I don't pay no mind to it. Same shit. Know? I just, hey, you can talk all you want. You can think what you want, but I'm a whole different person. Yeah. So, if you want to judge me, you can judge me. It doesn't affect me at all. So, that's how I perceive yeah. the way of... So, do you... How do you, like, react when you see the police killing killing us on TV? Man, I woke up at 3 in the morning and saw that shooting in Dallas. Yeah. And that shit was crazy. I mean, it's not, it's because I have family in Dallas too, yeah. and I have a lot of friends in Dallas. So, at the matter of fact of them actually being involved in it or could have been involved in it, that was that's very terrifying, because that's still my family at risk. Yeah. And I think it's just crazy because that's this is what the government wants us to do. They want us to go to war with them so we could be under lockdown. They want to bring military into the U.S. so they can take control. They always wanted to be in control of us. Yeah. And, and what Trump wants to do, he. He wants to do the same thing. He wants to criticize. He wants to uh, background check every Ameri- uh, Muslim American, even though they're born here. Every every Latino, every Mexican. That it offends us just yeah. because like why are we looked at different? So what if we're born here we're, and we're Muslim? That doesn't mean anything. We're still inside. We're still just like you, yeah. a human. So why why are we being judged for our race? Nobody should be judged for their race, for how they look. For any for their religion, because everyone is still in the same inside. So yeah. that's I just think it's crazy, man. Yeah, and when when with all the killing, it's just like I could understand like everybody's frustration and hate. Mm-hmm. My my whole thing is when they kill a black man or just a minority in general, the first thing the media does is let's find a mugshot. You know what I'm saying? Let's try to find a way to justify this man that's dead now being worthless yeah. to society. But when these cops get killed, they don't they're not digging up history no. to see something now. I, these cops could have been great cops. They mm-hmm. could have never did nothing wrong. This day they got sniped. They were just doing their job yeah, anyway, right. you know what I'm saying? So I, it's not like I'm pinpointing them, but I just look at it like I think they want they wanted this to happen, but we're like we're falling for it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's you know what why I'm that's why people are protesting. Like we need to come together before this shit actually starts. Because yeah. if this shit actually starts, we're all fucked up. We're all fucked. Because we're we're gonna be under the government's hands, and we're gonna be in control by the government. That's what the government wants. Yeah. And I mean, I've already. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be making that trip to Toronto. Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> I'm going back overseas. I'm gonna uh, be um applying to be a uh, gender at the Raptors games. At the Raptors games, okay, okay. Yeah, if they if all that happens, but I'm not. 
Like, I'm not against protesting. I just don't feel that shit gets anywhere as of now. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate hashtags. I hate that shit yeah. to death. I'm not for Black Lives Matter hashtags. I'm not for um, All Lives Matter hashtags. I'm not for none of that. That shit is the dumbest shit ever. Mm-hmm. People we, are just doing it for just publicity. We, I, I, tweet, I tweeted earlier. We got a lot of temporary, uh, temporarily um, activists. Mm-hmm. They, it's like we went from we went from Black Lives Matter to everybody needs to get Pokemon Go. <laughs> man, you know that game is crazy. I, man, I'm gonna download it right now actually because I've and, been playing it and it's been jinxing me. And you want to know what's crazy? Man. People have died playing that game. Yes, that's stupid. Um, in Chicago, someone got robbed in Chicago playing that game. Yeah. Hey, Chicago like, ahead, hey, uh, Chicago like, hey. ahead of the, they prime, bro. Yeah, they yeah. was like, oh, we got another game? Oh, yeah. All right, let's put some Pokemon over here in this corner. Everybody going to walk over yeah, here. We taking all that shit. But That's crazy. I just feel our prior, everybody's priorities is all in flux. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much divide and conquer right now. But I like Donald Trump. Not what he says, but... People have to look at the bigger picture with Donald Trump. I don't think Donald Trump wants to win. Mm-hmm. I don't think he gives a fuck about this election. Donald Trump is showing that someone with money that doesn't need no one else's money can talk reckless. Mm-hmm. And if he does really believe the shit that he says, I, I like it because he's saying it. I'd rather have you be a racist to my face than you be a fucking doctor that's a racist and then... I need a blood transplant and you fuck that shit up because I'm black. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'd rather have you be an open racist. I don't like what he's saying, but at least he's saying the shit and you yeah, know it's yeah. coming from him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, he definitely has no doubts. And he, he says everything with confidence. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't think he believes the shit he's saying. No, nah, he's just saying it because he just like you said, he, he got just, the money. Yeah, he can just do whatever he wants. Want. So, because a long time mm-hmm. ago... He said if he ever ran for president, he would run against Hillary just so she could win. Mm-hmm. He said that a long time ago. Um, I'm not voting this year. I this, this, vote this is my first year I can vote. And I'm not voting at all. I haven't voted. Because either. I don't like Hillary. Because I, I hated Bill. A lot of people think Bill yeah. was this, this, and this. If you go back and check the numbers, Bill did a lot of bad shit. Mm-hmm. He just was good. He was a good financial president. But as far as helping minorities and, and people, he was locking everybody up. Yeah. That triple strike shit, that's him. You know what people, I'm saying? People call Trump another Hitler. Yeah, and shit. It, and it's sad because, I mean, he's winning right now. Look the way he's talking. Yeah. And that's why, and it, it just shows how divided the country's been for years. It's just, they were waiting for someone to say it. Say it yeah. You know what I'm saying? And nobody would go on stage and say it. Yeah. And Trump is the first Because they were worried about endorsements. He endorsing himself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now... He probably spending all his damn money. Yeah. He probably finna be tapped all, out after this shit. With all the buzz that he getting, he getting that shit right back. If you really thinking about it, he getting that shit right back. Yeah, because now of what he's saying, people people keep talking about him. That he, he, he is, I know some, you ain't quitting your job. You a Mexican? He talking about building a wall and you work at Trump Towers. You are not quitting yeah. your job because he said that yeah, shit. No. You he have to suck paid. this shit up. Yeah, you getting paid. And you might not be getting paid a lot, but you got a family to feed. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, it's not. That's why I don't believe in a hashtag shit. Because at the end of the day, when you go to sleep, you got to make sure your family good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can mourn all these deaths. You could be frustrated. But you still got to get up tomorrow and go work for the white man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, we got to 
we, what you're doing, that's how we fight the system. You know what I'm saying? You're a minority who owns his own business at 20 years old. That's how you fight the system. Right. You got kids saying they look up to you. You they hero. That's how you fight the system. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's how you make a difference. But it comes from everybody with the Espies, D-Wade, Mello, and all them was did. That's how you break it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, you can't just make a speech, a good, powerful speech, and then go back to your old ways. You got to continue doing it because now people going to be looking at you to really make action with it. Mm-hmm. But that's how you really got to get through to people. And, like, I was listening to D.L. Hughley earlier, who's... If you ever, I don't, you know who D.L. who yeah. is comedian, but he's a real into into politics, mm-hmm. and he said that there ain't no such thing. He broke it down. I'm a I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna put plugging on uh, my next episode, but he broke it down that there ain't no such thing as black on black crime. Right. He said that he he broke down the statistic. He said white people kill themselves, kill each other more than black people do, mm-hmm. and I never looked at it like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think. People got to pay attention more to, to what's research. going on. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of people know everything. Exactly. So when they first see something, they, they judge it by the first, the first yeah. take of it. And I hate, I hate videos. Like, I like that people getting recorded doing the crimes. Mm-hmm. But, man, stop retweeting and posting that yeah, shit, yeah, man. Yeah. I, don't, I don't... Like, my girl was posting that shit one day, trying to show me. I just told her, I don't want to see this shit. I mean, I, I feel like if it's important to me, I will share it. Yeah. But it, it, if it's if it's something that I see every day yeah. or every other day that you're recording something, I well, well, I'm talking I'm talking about like um like Alton people, Sterling. If uh-huh. somebody tried to show me that shit right now, I wouldn't want to see that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I seen it once, I don't need to see mm-hmm. it again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's are you talking about like sharing it? Yeah, like like you people gotta think, bro. We're at a time when we was kids. Think about what rated R was when we was kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we seen people kissing, our parents was covering our eyes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, a five-year-old can literally go on a Kindle Fire, go on YouTube, and see a man getting gunned down yeah. and see everything. everything. Can literally go to a porn site and watch porn. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's to the point now where if you pulled up right now somebody getting killed, bro, that shit's just numb. You just watch the video like, damn, that's fucked up. But that's like real life. Like when we see a movie, it's just a movie. But you actually seeing someone really getting they're dead, and you watched it. You just witnessed a murder. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's just like we're so numb to the shit now. It happens so much. Yeah, and you, I want to relate something to like that too, because where I'm from, there is no age limits to guns. There is no age limits to cigarettes, liquor. So when I'm in my when I'm around my people overseas. Uh, and, my, and I do go to the store, I do see like two year olds with packs of cigarettes smoke, three year olds, four year olds, five year olds. And but our goal is overseas is to come to America. Yeah. Because that's where we can get our education for the cheapest. That's where we're taken care of in any type of way because the government controls all of that. Yeah. And it's the land of dreams, man. Yeah. That's where so, dreams come true, so they say. But people also have to understand, like, and I know other countries look at this as like, the place to be, which it is, but it never said we was going to be happy. It was the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It never said you was going to get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People, people struggle their whole life to get to that point, never get there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much the story of 
the ninety nine percent. Only the one percent is that's it. Yeah. The the top class is one percent of the work of the nation. Mm-hmm. That's not a that's lot. Not a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? That's these motherfuckers, these celebrities and shit that's Jeez. doing this. Um, and they not even all in the one percent. Mm-hmm. Like these billionaires and these people who own these tech labs and all mm-hmm. of that they shit. Their life ain't easy either. A lot. Yeah. They Cole said a lot of a lot of people that are that are famous aren't aren't happy. He said no. when he even got there, yep. he realized that he got everything that he wanted. But at the same time, he still wasn't satisfied with himself. He still wasn't happy. Yep. And that's why I really fuck with Big Sean, or not Big Sean, but Take Cole because he's real. Yeah. And he, he experienced it firsthand. I'm waiting on Drake to do something like that. He ain't from here, though. I mean, he made a little letter, but it's just like, bro, you ain't from here. So I, uh, that's my critique on Hove is just he never never came through mm-hmm. on that level. Um, My other critique is Michael Jordan. Hey, we selling his shows. Just um, a reminder, story that 2001 North Knoxville. <laughs> Oh no, the shoes is cool. We <laughs> fuck with the shoes, but he never stood up for anything. Yeah, which is fine. You don't have to be and that I, guy, but it's just like, come on, man. How many how many shipments of Jays y'all get when something drop? When something drop, yeah, get about of one shoe. 10, 14. All right, Chicago, they get about twenty five, thirty. Yeah, every store gets something different. And it's three thousand people waiting outside. What the fuck you think gonna happen? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you get your shoe, unless you the first fourteen people. Nah, them. I'd rather be that fifteenth person that's pissed yeah. than the than than the the first person because that person got to walk past mm-hmm. all uh, these niggas in line, mad sure. than a motherfucker. Yeah. No, all right, look, that first person might get to their car. Yeah, that first person might. And what I would do is, if I was that person, I if I say I wear a size twelve, I go to to Tim um to the shoe store, bro, in a size seventeen. It ain't too many motherfuckers walking around in line with 17 shoes, so they ain't going to rob me for this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you 15th in line and they only got 15, you the last one to get your shoe, you, you're not getting, you're not wearing them bitches. You're going to put them bitches on now yeah. and risk them bitches getting scuffed because you finna run. Uh, yeah. And I person. feel, I'm like, George, like, come on, people getting killed. You see this, like. From George. George be like, you know what? We gonna stop doing these. I'm not putting them in stores no more. Everybody gotta get that shit online. Yeah. I do mean, do yeah. something like that for just one time. We going crazy for them. Cause man. you, if you dying over a pair of J's, yeah. you know how depressing that is. Yeah, it's very depressing. They they come out every weekend, shit. Almost every weekend. Yeah. Shoes and it ain't cheap too. Exactly. You collect every single type of J's. People that think they sneakerheads. Hell yeah. It's not cheap. So uh, for my uh, second to last question. Um, can you discuss um what you did for your birthday that I thought was dope as hell? Oh, for my twentieth birthday. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, what I did for my twentieth birthday, um, I, I ended up deciding to go to Chicago. I wanted to do something that made me feel better inside, just because at that time and point of period of my life, I had everything that I needed. I was living good. I had a lot of clothes, a lot of shoes. I was I had a lot of money in my pocket. And instead of using it on going out and having fun with my friends, I ended up I ended up uh, buying a whole bunch of food, buying a whole bunch of clothes, and served about forty people in Chicago with two week two weeks worth of stuff and of food, of clothing, socks. If they had kids, I gave them toys. 
So it, it was just, I'm a very giving person too when it comes to homeless people because we have a lot of homeless people that nobody takes, nobody takes no attention to, mm-hmm. pays no attention I to. You walk, day. you walk the past hospital. them and, and you know, mm-hmm. some, some people act, oh, they're not even homeless. Yeah, they are homeless. I've, I've sat down and talked to a lot of them actually and they've actually had stories that made me want to cry. Yeah. Just because if I were living like that, that's that's scary. They lived their life not knowing who the fuck their parents was. They never had food in their mouth, or they can't supply. They can't get a job because they don't smell good. I make sure I put air freshener, not air freshener, but some deodorant. Yeah. It's something to keep them, you know, something to give them uh, like an upcoming, like a yeah, a solid presentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I just I wanted to make them feel good before myself, and I don't know. Not a lot of people do it. Yeah. And I don't do it just because other people look will look at me and be like, oh, he's a good person. I This is actually what I wanted to do. I could have done a million things, honestly. I could have went out, had fun, went to the hookah bar, did some other shit. No, I decided to do that just because I want I wanna, I wanna change in the world. I already yeah. know what the world is coming to. Yeah. So why not help as much as I can until until it gets fucked up? Yeah. So, and, you know, and the people that I did give them to, uh, they reached out to me. Some of them reached out to me. They got phones now, mm-hmm. and they stayed in contact with me. And in, in my in my mind and in my heart, that makes me feel good just because I know I changed somebody's life. Yeah. I get I, some. That person wasn't expecting it. It was what thirty degrees outside, windy, snowing. I still didn't. And I just waited in for Chicago. Damn. And in the city, so you know that's something that I, I've always wanted to do. I just never had the right amount of money. Yeah. Never had the right amount of connections. And then when I finally did get that, uh, I went ahead and did it with a group of people. So Man, that's definitely dope right there. Yeah, yeah. I feel that's on Peoria need to I've done a lot really hard like on. I mean, I gave a homeless dude some money yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Leaving the hospital because they it's a lot of them around the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I felt good, you know what I'm saying? That could have been a uh, an angel. You know, I could have been God. You know, yeah. I, I, when every time, every time I see a homeless person, I just feel like that's an angel, like God testing you to see if you where you at. Him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, and see. you know you got it, even if you got a couple of cents, that still helps. Yeah. I gave him two dollars, yeah. and to be honest, I needed that two dollars today. <laughs> um, you gonna need it eventually, man. I like, need that shit for like my lunch. Man. I had no cash. I was mad <laughs> as hell, <laughs> but. But shit, I had seen him. I seen him today, and he uh, he just said thank you, God bless, and stuff like that. Yeah. I could have stopped. I could have stopped him from you know what I'm saying, walking walking around a lot, mm-hmm. trying to see uh, who doors unlocked still. I could have stopped him from doing that because he had those two dollars. Yeah, and probably could have walked up, just uh, got got him a drink or something. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I was mad. I ain't had a two dollars a day. Yeah. that's what. Yeah, I'm still mad about that shit. Ain't like, yeah. <laughs> I was mad, bro. It was a strawberry um, Gatorade that was looking delicious, man. I didn't get a chance to get yeah, that get motherfucker. It. I was pissed. That's cool. But, but it's always sometimes better to give to someone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah. Than you. I let it go. Well, I ain't let it go yet, but it, I'm going to let it go eventually. You, go you know what I'm saying? Okay. So what's, um, what's your goals for the rest of the year? My goals for the rest of the year? Um, my my biggest goal right now is I'm I'm trying to move to Chicago in about six months. Uh, just because I did sign a modeling agency, two modeling agency uh, in Oakbrook, Illinois, and uh, I'm gonna be there full time, hopefully in about six months. Uh, right now I'm just going to school. I'll be graduating in about a year and a half. Um, but what I really want out of it, um, not just a success story. I just want to know myself. 
I just want to, like, I, before I did this, I told myself that I'm not doing it just for me. I'm doing it to provide my family somewhere to stay. Not then, even though they don't have somewhere to stay, I just want them to live better. Yeah. Like they don't have they, they don't have everything that they need right now, right. and I want to give them everything they need because I've always been independent ever since eighteen, and I want to keep it like that. So my my goal is to move to Chicago, uh, hopefully get this album done while I'm there, and then while I'm in Chicago, I'm gonna get rid of the business. I'm gonna sell it. And uh, eventually, I'm just gonna stick to music, and that's that's what my goals right now. Alright. Uh, this is the process of getting there, and this is money saving. It's a long process, so that's my that's my biggest goal right now. Alright, and uh, when you do sell the store, bro, like fifty percent off, all the everything. Not even that, bro. <laughs> all the size twelves. Just yeah, leave them motherfuckers behind you. Alright, all right, just 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 hit me up, text me, be like, hey, you, they in the back. I'm going to swing by, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you. And, buddy. um, lead, matter of fact, lead some 12 and a halves, too. 12 okay. Yeah. 11 and a half. I got, I got a lot of 11 and a half. The 10, the Thames. Leave okay. 11 and a half for the Thames. Okay, okay. And then, um, I'm going to pick through the colors. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pick what I want. And then, um, I'm, I'm going to give them away at the hospital. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely. We're going to do, we're going to do that. I can with that. All right, so. But, Yeah. Uh, uh, MJZ official. He has said on on the follow up podcast, he gonna lead the twelves, <laughs> eleven and a half, and twelve and a halves of all the shoes, especially the foams and Tims. Y'all heard it here first. All right, I just wanted to get that out the way. Uh, man, Most definitely. AJ gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pay half of that, man. It's cool. I mean. I give him a table. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I pay for the U-Haul. What's right, up? That's cool. That's there cool. we go. There's a lot of merchandise in there, to be honest with you. But. Exactly. Tell them um, where they can, um, where you don't answer your social media. Unless it's business. So if they if they want to get in contact with you for business purposes only, tell them where they can get in touch with you at. And then um, tell them the location of the store. Okay. Uh, my email is mjzproductions22 at gmail.com. You can get all of me through email. And all of my social medias is called MJZ Official. Uh, my Instagram is MJZ is what you see. You spell that out. Um, you can get through to me through any social media. I have all of them, from Vine to Photo, from GIF to you can get hold me through anything. Cause I'm only I only promote business on my social medias, unless it's just personally about me or of what I wanted to say. So yeah, you guys can get a hold of me through there. Um, What's the uh, the store? The, uh, the address. store address, uh, 2001 North Knoxville, uh, Peoria, Illinois. And it's called Fusion. It's, it's going to be to the left building. And uh, the raffle does start tomorrow for another raffle. It ends the 30th I'm of this month. There. And there will be two winners uh, for, for free pairs of Jordans. Yeah, I'm coming through there. Um I'm not gonna tell nobody about that though, but I'm gonna be there. <laughs> it's already promoted online, man. You ain't got even. You ain't even well, we about. we gonna we gonna fix that. We gonna um, fix it. Now, can I uh, get in a raffle multiple times? Yeah, you can get in multiple raffle times. I won't jig it for you because it is played live on Facebook, so a customer yeah. does get to pick it out. And uh, I've done that with my recent one. All right. So I'm definitely uh, gonna be involved in the um, the raffle. I'm trying to win both. Yeah, um, keep your tickets too. Even Sunday, some Jays. But uh, we appreciate you coming through, man. No problem, uh, MJZ no problem. official follow up podcast, Kojak. 
Zach was watching the ring, and Vontae was working at Walmart. So, uh, fuck them niggas right now, man. We out. God bless. Peace.